0: Gira can hit them. Did! what a goal by Zoltan Gira. And still Baptista, yes! It's Kavai, it's fantastic! One from David Villar, oh, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Juninho's done it! Jakubu making another glimpse of goal here!
1: Hello, and welcome to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host. First up, after a weekend in Ireland, he's now 90% Guinness. It's Ben Woolley. Hey, I think 90% is an underestimate as well. (laughs) I was playing it safe. (laughs) And, despite being shot 43 times in the past week while looking for Mahiko Gonzalez in El Salvador, We've told him to run it off for this podcast. It's Harry Martinez.
0: Hey, I've been out running Pepper Pig for the last two hours. <laughs> it's that who it was? <laughs> it's done the chase from Walter Samuel, I'm next. If, it, if it's comes Pig.
1: down <laughs> Peppa Pig and El Salvador. 43
2: is also an underestimate
1: as well. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. She's unleashing fury. <laughs> Talking of unleashing fury. Uh, Harry, have you got an Andy Kaz of the week for us?
0: Yes. I believe that it was only fitting to take it back to the northeast. Um, oh, yes. and I, I think it was a bit of a, a brilliance really where we haven't seen since the, that famous Newcastle day of two teammates fighting and possibly getting a red card, but we nearly had it at Sheffield United for, uh, who was it? Was it, uh, it was it's Vinicius Souza and Jack Robinson. Yeah. Vinicius <laughs> Souza and Jack Robinson and Jack Robinson's given it large to him to be fair. And then he's the one that pushes him, but, if only that had been a red card we would have had something great. So Andy Carroll a week award Sheffield United. Well done mate. Deserve winners, I think. And uh I think we Chris could all be happy with that. getting relegated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're
2: you're a special kind of when you're fighting your own team, not the other team. Like, yeah. We've only seen this like twice before. It's incredible. Love it.
1: I, I, I haven't seen Chris Wilder's post-match interview, but I can only assume he said, that's the kind of fight I love to see.
0: Yeah, I think he was supposedly happy with it. Right, okay. <laughs> of course he was. It is the pinnacle of Brexit ball. If you can't fight the other team, fight your own. You're talking about a fella there that, um, that brought wide center back to the Premier League, mate. So, you watch your mouth. <laughs> Millwall fans, fans wetting
2: themselves over that. Stuff of their dreams. <laughs> Millwall Yeah, mate, Millwall fans, they can't fight the other team. They'll fight themselves. (laughs) We'll fight anybody. I thought you meant the wide centre backs. No, mate. (laughs) Millwall is the most no nonsense centre half
1: club I've ever (laughs)
0: seen.
1: Oh, goodness, mate. We're already drifting violently off topic. (laughs) Well, I've got a new segment for us, boys. Oh. Welcome to Question Time. Is
2: this
0: My. like
1: a minister's question, so I a quiz show? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yes. In this segment, I want to hear your football opinions. And neither of you have any prior knowledge of the question I'm going to ask you. But each week, I'm going to pose you a football-related question. I want your first answer, the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. Oh, this is going to be stinky, this. Exactly. This is why I've done it. <laughs> the question this week the most overrated striker of all time.
0: Oh, you already know my answer, by the way. Yeah, I know who you're going to say. <laughs> oh, I think I've got one. Go on. I, Go d- on. Uh, I don't know about all time, though. Oh, I'm, I'm you o- know, I'm going time. for Didier Drogba. D- I'm not having this world
1: class nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got double figures in a Prem season. What was it? Three times? That's not good enough. No, yeah, that is that is probably the, the, the shout there, isn't it? Yeah, I get he's a big game player and all that, but come on. Like what is it? Dominic Solanke's now outscored all but two of his Premier League seasons this season. Like,
0: come on. I mean really? if the three of us didn't like if the three of us didn't agree that Higuain is absolute dog, then oh. I would argue Higuain would have been a shout. I think yeah, yeah that's I, actually not a bad shout.
1: I, I think he's fa-
0: fairly rated because a lot of people would agree with us that he's not very good. <laughs> he's, he's literally Marata. He just got away with it. Like he just did a bit more.
1: He's still got a fair bit of time to add to his legacy, but I'd say Latara Martinez is probably going to be up there by the end of his. Oh career. yeah, that's not he's a, a bad. He's yeah. a
2: weird like. He feels like we're waiting for him to be good, and it feels like we've been saying that for years. Yeah, he's like I what, would also 25? say Lukaku.
1: But nobody
2: really
1: know how he is. <laughs> <laughs> that man is a money laundering scheme, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man. I don't know. I think it's tough. I think it's tough.
2: Yeah, of all time. I've got a few current ones I can think of, but
1: Yeah, I think Drog was the one for me. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people will disagree, but what are your boys' opinion on Lewandowski? Oh, I think he's class, I mean, mate. I think he's probably the best striker of this generation. Do you? I was not counting Messi and Ronaldo. Like pure out I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: it's him I'm and Benzio Probably putting the, the, Kane the, 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 the ahead of
0: him, but I would I would. Agree Kane as well there. is a
1: good shout, yeah. But I think because Kane's never won anything and will continue to be trophyless the way Bayern are going, <laughs> I've got to put Lewandowski ahead of him.
2: Yep. Kane's not getting it for the pure fact that he should have squared it all those years ago for England. Oh, God. We oh, uh,
1: still would have lost to France funny. in the finals, that's fine. But anyway. Let's move on. Harry, I believe you have something for us.
0: Yes. Yes. It's another one of my trolls through social, social media where oh, okay, uh, awesome. I was on TikTok the other day and I found a very funny video. And it's oh, this, into the sewers we go. It's this palace boy and he takes us on the journey of Crystal Palace right back transfers. <laughs> and is This is, is fucking hilarious. Right? So in 2008, they were starting a babyface Nathaniel Klein. When they ship him off to Southampton, you know, a couple of years later, they get in Joel Ward. When uh, Joel Ward, they they deem him, you know, to keep that he keeps the place for like ten years or so. When they feel he's getting a little bit too much, they get Aaron, the Aaron Wan-Bissaka starts coming through the ranks, so they put him in. They then sell him for fifty million after a season. It goes back to Joel Ward for another five seasons and ends and up now currently Klein. the last two years Nathaniel <laughs> Klein and. By all accounts, they might actually get one Vissaka on loan. So if you look at this, they're just recycling the same three right-backs for
1: years. So basically, (laughs) they've made 50 million quid and never had to buy a right-back.
0: Never had to buy a right-back. They've made more than 50 million because they sold Klein to Southampton. Oh, yeah, they did. And I imagine they get a sell-on fee from his Liverpool transfer as well. Great business with Crystal Palace there. <laughs> <laughs> They're rotating the same three right-backs, all of which, uh, apart from wan I would deem are not good enough for the Prem anymore. Who knew the world revolved around Joel Ward? <laughs> it's unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? Crystal Palace is Joel Ward's room and everyone's in it. Joel Ward's room, it's not his world. No, it's not his world, it's mate. Exactly for that.
1: That. He's, got a, he's got a door and a window.
0: <laughs> My garden shed. I was just well, thinking
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we go in to the main part of this episode, I I want to make the slightly controversial decision of calling out one of, if not the biggest YouTuber in the UK. Oh yeah, this is it. So, this oh, is oh. how
2: we go viral. You love to this is it.
1: our this is our moment. We're gonna stop beef.
2: Get
0: uh, Harry's gonna be at, like arguing with him on Twitter after this. Do I have to? I don't want to be boxing him in a couple of months, mate. Come on.
1: That may have given away who it is. I saw a clip the other day of uh, KSI on the uh, on the Sidemen podcast. I'm sure a lot of our viewers are aware of KSI and the Sidemen. And they posed the question, who is the greatest streets won't forget footballer of all time? Now, there were some great artists from the other Sidemen, Tarapt, Ben Arthur. And then KSI comes out with Ronaldinho. Now, we, oh, we often good, discuss mate. about players being too good on this podcast. I think Ronaldinho, the two-time Ballon d'Or winner, may just fall into that bracket.
0: Yeah, mate. He, like <laughs> he owns the mansion on the street.
2: No, mate. Like the streets won't forget him. He Never specified which streets. Like the streets of
1: Mount Olympus. Uh, like that is some of the worst ball knowledge I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, mate.
0: You had, you had all the chance to say Andre Arshavin there, and he didn't even take it. I mean, he could even have just dropped a banter or answer if he didn't have one ready to go. But no, he, yeah, like he Clint said Hill Ronaldinho with his chest. Yeah, like whip out a Clint what, Hill or what something.
1: What I want to propose is KSI comes and listens to this podcast and he understands the true essence of Streets Won't we Forget. You won't be getting any of that f- nonsense around here. No Ronaldinho. Some of the players we're going to talk about today, true Streets Won't Forget players. Just come and listen. Expand your knowledge with three yeah, of I, I agree. Okay. We can help you. We can help
2: some you. True Streets Won't Forget Players and some true sh- this week. It's yes, there's a fine
0: line. There's a fine line, mate. There is a very fine line. For example, Emmanuel You have to walk the tightrope, yeah. Like, it's, it's a very fine line.
1: Well, on that note, shall we move in to the main part of the episode? We're ready for a journey yeah, we down memory lane. We're, we're talking about another team this week. We've covered Malaga, we've covered Bolton, and we've covered Newcastle. But We have a team that actually won a trophy this time. They've taken it to a whole nother level. In 2005, the immortal Harry Redknapp rocked up at Portsmouth for a second spell. Over the next three years, he turned them into an iconic side of the 2000s. And he even won a major trophy. And of course, with his wheeling and dealing, there were plenty of streets won't forget stars with him. The Harry was appointed on December the 7th, 2005. He'd had a previous spell at Portsmouth from 2002 to 2004. But when he comes in 2005, at the end of that season, he saves the club from relegation with a little help from Benjani, who we've discussed plenty of times on this podcast. And I think the forgotten streets won't forget star. Andreas D'Alessandro. Yeah, what a player. It, it, uh, he arrives on loan and just balls out for six months and then disappears. But for that six month spell, unbelievable.
0: You know, there's some things you just know you are born to do, and I think talking about Portsmouth in the late two thousands is something I was definitely put on this put on this earth to do.
1: <laughs> well, this is good. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna enjoy today.
0: I am, I am. This team is the pinnacle of Street Spoke, forget for me. It is the OG. That Really? That... Oh mate, yeah. Ooh. This is it. This is it for me.
1: We've we've got iconic kits here as well. You've got the was it the Ty the sponsorship with the heart, yeah the, the red T-Y heart. And yeah. The heart, yeah, yeah, cuddly toy people. Yeah, I also remember when this. I can't. Don't know what the company does. Were not they sponsored by OKI? I just remember that on the front of the yeah, shirt. They were, OKI. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I don't know why iconic kits.
0: So Those kits. They kind of when they got wet, they definitely looked like scuba gear.
1: <laughs> like the Villa kits
0: <laughs> yeah, like oh the yeah Villa no, those Villa kits kids stink yeah. they probably do actually stink mate <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> so
1: Harry signed Ben and in in that January and then at the start of his first full season back he, there's just a transfer masterclass get ready for these signings in the summer of 2006 Glenn Johnson David James Sol Campbell Harnu, Lauren Andy Cole and Nico Cranchard all arrive at Fratton Park. That is some window. Oh, yeah, is this it's... 2006 7? Yes, yeah, the start of the 2006 7 season. That's his summer signings. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah
2: unbelievable. that 0506 squad he inherits is kind of a bit From outside Yucuba. of a couple of standout players.
1: Yeah, they've got Gary O'Neill, Matty Taylor, and Pedro Mendes, who I'd say were probably the standouts. And Yakubu was already at the Aton club, but. What, in
0: 05-06? No, he'd gone. No, in 04-05, when Harry arrived. I think Yakubu had left before Harry arrived. Oh, oh yeah, Harry was manager until, until November that year, and then he got sacked. Then when he came back, Yakubu had gone. I did read
1: somewhere that apparently Yakubu left because Harry came in and said, I want you to play at centre-back, son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this
2: 06-07 team, outside of Calamity James, those are some quality signings.
0: Yeah, but and still, when
2: you, tele- you look at oh, the, the David sword, James.
1: table, Prem Keeper, you can't go wrong with David yeah, James. Yeah, David James at Portsmouth was actually decent. He'll yeah. definitely give you an entertaining game, if nothing else. And there's there's really something about Harry Redknapp and his ability to sign players who were probably too good for the club he's at. Like, these signings for Portsmouth, genuinely really good signings. Like, Glenn Johnson at that time, probably one of the better right-backs in England. Carnu, the scream with his left foot. Yeah, carnu has got an unreal level of ability. Lauren was part of the Invincibles. Andy Cole aging at this point, granted, but Premier League winner, one of the top scorers in the Premier League of all time. I think it was Sol Campbell. Yeah, mm. Sol Campbell, Invincible. Nico Crenshaw. I know there's the meme about Harry Redknapp maybe being his father and signing him everywhere he goes, but a wonderful player Crenshaw was.
0: Yeah, Matty Taylor with an unbelievable left peg.
2: And how could we not talk about Jimmy Traore being in this team?
1: Yeah, Jimmy Traore, Champions League winner. I'd like to point out Jimmy Traore is not a Champions League winner because we took it away from him.
0: You know what, can he be the one man we left it with?
2: <laughs> what, just, Jimmy yeah, Traore's you know actually I, I moved, moved to, to AC Milan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, won, he won it himself against AC Milan. He's he the only no player trimes. on the pitch.
0: <laughs> he committed oh, no crimes. He was there on goodwill.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this this is when it starts getting real streets, won't forget. Like, this team is Sensational.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's pulled together a fairly decent mid-table Premier League side at this point, and they finished ninth for that season. So good recovery from. I think they finished seventeenth the season. He saved them for
0: relegation. Can we talk about that table for a second about about this season? Because Go on. this is the season that Bolton get Europa League. Oh yes. This not is the golden it, isn't it? Not only do Bolton get Europa League, you've got Everton, Everton got there, Spurs got it, and then the top four is United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. But, Reading finish eighth, with I imagine Dave Kitson at top, which is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Portsmouth obviously in ninth. Then in tenth and qualifying for the Intertoto Cup third round, is Blackburn, <laughs> Love this is it. incredible. This Being able beautiful.
2: to for a European trophy in 10th is real sensational
0: yeah. stuff. Then you've got like Villa, you've got Middlesbrough in there, Newcastle, Man City nearly getting relegated oh. on 42 points. Right, West Ham nearly soon, getting relegated. Fulham nearly getting relegated. Wigan nearly getting relegated. They actually stay up by one goal. Uh, and going oh down Sheffield God. United, Charlton... Back in the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, Charlton. Yeah, and Watford in dead last. But I think Charlton have Alan Pardew at that point as well. Like this, the relegation battle this year is incredible football.
2: With what, like, aside from Watford, who are comfortably last, there's like seven points in it from 19th to 14th.
0: Yeah, if you include Newcastle United, that's ten points. That's nine points between 13th and 19th. You don't get that anymore, do
1: you? I, th- I think you the don't. parachute payments have kind of ruined the good old relegation yeah, scrap.
2: Yeah, clubs like Norwich just going up and hey. down all the time.
0: Hey. Oh, nah, I squared I'm
1: him. I squared him for an easy tap-in. That was beautiful. What build-up.
0: <laughs> hey, enough yeah, of that. come on. Fight your corner. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no <laughs> no see,
2: I know he agrees. <laughs> no, we he, won't be just, coming I'll
1: up again,
0: mate. I can't wait to see your face, though. If we manage to scrape in the playoffs and get promoted, the f- face of, like, why the f*** are <laughs> they here again? Like, again, no, please,
1: not. I, I can't wait to see your face, because you know what happens. You may as well not even play the 38 games, <laughs> yeah, and just true, go true, straight
2: true. back to <laughs> that. If you'd you it like, all 38 games,
0: you'd have a better goal difference when you went I, down. Th- I don't know, but Stuart Webber's now gone. No more League 2 German signings. That's going to say, I, I look
2: forward to like the random 500k European you pick out <laughs> and be like, this
0: guy is going to keep us in the Prem.
1: Mario Franchet. Joseph Hermit back.
0: Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Stop talking about this team and start anyway, talking about... back, fucking...
1: back to Portsmouth. So yes. they, so they, they finish ninth and then Bro 708, they spend 50 million pounds in the summer. This again, bang around Unbelievable. the transfer window. Sully Tari. Jermaine Defoe, John Utaka, Lassana Diara, David Nugent, Papa Boopa Diop, Sylvan Distan, Herman Haridason, and Milan Barosh all joined the club. Unbelievable. Harry. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's <laughs> ridiculous.
2: ridiculous. He's not a wheeler dealer. This is some wheeling and dealing if I've ever Harry, seen it.
0: You are a f- wheeler dealer, son. Well done. This is incredible. unbelievable. Like incredible. this team alone, you look, Sylvan Distan was part of the city's original big money. Milan Barosh yep. has played European football for many years
2: Lasana Diara left this team and went to Real
0: Madrid
1: Simon <laughs> Tari wins a f- Champions League about five years later yeah, it does.
0: <laughs> John Utaka who arguably is one of the best streets won't forget players that we're going to talk like about
1: Obros Just won a f- Champions League by the time he gets it. what is yeah, that he doing yeah. red Lapp, stop it Jesus someone, Christ
2: someone stop him let him cook what I like so much about this Team, it's like this weird mix of like actual talent and like European imports who had all the ability in the world, and this strange blending of Brexit ball with it.
1: But you still have the likes of David Nugent in this team. David Nugent, who I might add, got an England call up on the back of this. Yeah, that's very they true. S- they spent nine million pounds to bring him to Fratton
0: Park. Nine million pounds for David Nugent. Also, Sean Davis in there. Forgot- I forget how long Sean Davis was at Portsmouth. Then went on and played at Southampton. You mean Stephen Davis? Yeah, the the Northern Ireland (laughs) guy.
1: You do this. Who was Sean Davis? I'm sure he was at Bolton for a bit and went to uh, Tottenham as well.
0: Oh, I remember Sean now. Are you are you all right? You've started doing this like nearly every week now. Yeah, I have. I have. Ed's gone, mate. Ed's gone. To be fair, we're gonna
1: we're two gonna have to sack random everything. friend
2: mid table midfielders both called S Davis. I can yeah. understand the confusion.
1: <laughs> Thanks, mate. So in 7 away, they finish in eighth place, and th- that season includes the seven four win over Reading, which in itself is streets won't forget. What a game that was! Indeed. Be- oh yeah. I think that's still the highest scoring game in Premier League history, right? Uh, surely. I think so.
2: I mean, it's, it's funny that Reading have a famous 7-4 and a famous 7-5. Like, well done, lads. I think the and
0: closest they come, they come we got... on the wrong side of both of them. The <laughs> yeah. closest we got was Covid-Villa against Liverpool for 7-3. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Anyway, wonderful game. But the story of that season is the FA Cup. So Portsmouth beat Ipswich, Plymouth and Preston in round 3, 4 and 5. And that sets up a quarter-final tie against Man United. Now, Harry Redknapp has previous against United in the FA Cup. He'd knocked them out twice already before at West Ham and Bournemouth. And he did the same here. In a tight game, Sully Montari scored a penalty with 12 minutes to go. And that was enough to send Portsmouth to Wembley for the first time since 1942. Jesus. Yeah. And then... Upstep 32-year-old Kanu, who according to Tony Adams was actually in his mid-40s at this point but that cannot be confirmed. (laughs) And he became the hero. He scored the winner in a 1-0 victory over West Brom in the semi-final. And then in the final he popped up again to score the only goal against Cardiff and Pompey won the FA Cup for the first time since 1939. I mean, that's some story to take a side like Portsmouth to the FA Cup and
0: win it. Yeah. I obviously remember this quite quite strongly because Cardiff at the time was a massive buzz. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um I remember the day of the final. I've never seen such depression around Cardiff. <laughs> it was <laughs> horrendous. Uh yeah, I remember I remember it was a weird FA Cup that though because Portsmouth beat United early on. You also had Barnsley beat Chelsea early on. And I think like Cardiff had quarters against Barnsley, the semis was against Middlesbrough. Like the teams that could have been in this final were hilarious.
1: That, but that's what the FA Cup's all about.
0: Now, this yeah, was that one of the pure best pure years magic for of the it. cup stuff.
1: Yeah. Get, get, get the teams further down and into the semifinals, the quarterfinals. Let's let's have it. That's the proper spirit of the FA Cup. Like
0: if there was a Streets Won't Forget year of the FA Cup, this is definitely it. Yeah,
1: and to have to have 40-odd-year-old Canu being the hero in both the semi-final exactly. and the final is, is incredible. And what a player Canu was, by the way. I don't think he gets enough oh, credit yeah. for
0: Probably one of the best first touches I've ever seen on a player.
1: That hat trick he scores against Chelsea for Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. He's unbelievable. Especially, especially the third goal where he like beats the keeper basically on the byline and then curls it in. I don't know how he did it. He was an unbelievable player.
0: Yeah, he was o- Overshadowed
1: by Henri and Burkamp at Arsenal, I think. But he definitely... Came I mean,
2: it's it's hard court, to
0: not so. be overshadowed by those yeah. two.
1: Yeah. Like, it's no blight on him
2: at all.
0: He was... He uh, Honestly, watching him play, he played a lot like Burkamp though, with that kind of first touch, nick it round a player and play a little pass off. Yeah, he was so gangly as
1: well. It's like watching a newborn giraffe sometimes. This, but worse. This
0: yeah. season, though,
2: <laughs> is important for another reason, isn't it? Because this, the fateful cracks, the yeah, the bedrock of doing has been laid.
1: This is this is the, the beginning of the end. So Harry receives the freedom of the city after the FA Cup win. But two days later, he quits and heads to Tottenham. The following season, Pompey finish in 14th and then in 09-10. Despite reaching another FA Cup final, they're relegated to the championship and they also enter administration. And they're, they're close to the brink of extinction. And I think if you look back at that transfer window where they signed some great players, but they spent 50 million quid. In the late 2000s for Portsmouth, that is not sustainable spending. No. In, in the late sort of, 2000s, that's not sustainable for all but the top four or five clubs in
0: England. Yeah. like That's yeah. crazy money. Dan, you so know the did... season they went down? Yeah. Did you get a chance to have a look at who their top goal scorer was that year? No, I did not. Please tell so me. So, with with 10 goals, their top goal scorer is Frederick Piccion. Yes. Of course. Of course. With 10. <laughs> so Except they- the song number, that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they nearly go out of business, and by 2013, they're all the way down in League Two. They're now back in League One and challenging for promotion to the Championship. We might see them back in the Premier League one day, and I think I think we'd all agree they're a side we'd love to see back in the
0: top flight. Yeah, they're way yeah. too small a club to be, like, too big a club to be down that low.
1: Yeah. that Growing up, like you have your kind of idea of the perfect 20 Premier League teams. Yeah. And I think for all of us, we can safely say Portsmouth are in there. Yeah. Like Portsmouth, yeah, Houlton, that era. Go with. Blackburn, I'd say Charlton, maybe. I'd go Hull. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want Bournemouths in there. Get them out. Not asked about Norwich either. They can do. One. Don't want, yeah, they want Norwich. <laughs> they want Brighton. I'd keep Brighton.
0: Nah, I love Brighton. Stoke. Give me Stoke. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have Stoke over Hull, man. <laughs> nah, Hull would go in in the day, mate. Giovanni. I mean, they're
2: goaded for Giovanni and the Give Phil Brown.
0: The Brown. <laughs> yeah, celebration. yeah celebration. that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this team, it's
2: a weird one, this, isn't it? Because there's on the one hand, you're like, if they don't fly so close to the sun, if they rain in their spending yeah. a bit, they might stick around Vlogger, But if they do, they don't win that FA Cup.
0: They don't have that magic season. It's almost the same as we saw with Malaga, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, I'd argue it was the same with Bolton. Like They've had that moment where they've flown so close to the sun and then they've come crashing down and are still kind of suffering because of it today. But at least yeah. they
2: won something. I think is what probably sets them apart this from the is others. This
1: true, and I said it at the start. We're talking about Paul Newcastle, Malaga New and Bolt. Yeah, but they didn't win anything. Paul Smith have something tangible to show for it. The other yeah. three don't.
2: They did then absolutely bombard their club into oblivion, but at least they have that FA Cup. Like, you could celebrate that for years. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah. We, we can never, unlike Liverpool's Champions League, that can never be taken away
0: from them. They've also got to experience lower league, which I guess is a bonus in itself. It is, but I'd argue if you'd been in the Premier League like four seasons before, it's probably not as good a feeling. I mean, it's probably all right if you go back up very quickly, like Wolves did, but...
2: Yeah, or you do a Southampton, you linger down there for three seasons worth of a Netflix show.
1: They've certainly languished in the lower leagues, haven't they? Like, they don't... Apart from this season, maybe, they've never really looked like getting back into the championship.
0: They get playoffs, and then they just... To just fall apart. Get John Utaka and Kanu back up top. <laughs> Kanu, Kanu's probably about seventy by now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's unbelievable about that is that front four for Nigeria at the time is Obafemi, Mind, Jakubu, Kanu, and John Utaka.
2: <laughs> That's the one of the most streets won't forget attacks I think yeah, I've ever
0: seen. Ever. <laughs> Where are we
1: ranking Portsmouth compared to the other three teams we've talked about? See, I, I think. I don't prefer them as much personally, but I think they're
2: better than the others. I think Malaga's my favourite. I think this is the best
1: quality-wise of the teams we've talked about. They, I'd say their streets won't forget legacy is nowhere near as big as the other three, but they've got something to show for it. Their actual footballing legacy—what probably matters. <laughs> is, yeah, they are is the, the other three.
2: Mission of a boom and bust team. Like if you yeah. looked it up in the book, it's Portsmouth. Yeah. In the late two thousands,
0: they are the OG one for me as well. Like this is the first streets won't forget team. Like obviously Bolton's around the same period of time, but I remember Harry's first spell as well with a up top. There's just something about Harry Redknapp and building these kind of
1: teams, isn't there? I just, it's the it's same the kind pool of thing he has.
0: Yeah, yes, it's the wheel of Dealers.
1: No, he's not a f-ing wheel of dealer. How many times? Come on, I mean that
2: is a streets won't forget moment in itself for him. <laughs> he obviously came a bit later but to be leaning
1: out the window of your car on deadline day going, I'm not fucking really dealer. you you love it
2: It's what we talked with about you.
1: him we talked about him on the manager's episode we did a while ago but he probably does deserve a whole episode of his own because there's so got, many yeah. moments oh, 100% so yeah I think this is probably the best if not my favorite
0: it's the OG I don't know I don't think they're the best football inside we talked about in terms of what they want yeah obviously but like Malaga were Champions League players Malaga, though, it
2: feels—I know it's so close in terms of years, but it feels like a different era of football
0: in a way. Just imagine, though, we could—this is like the the ultimate thing of the derby. Is if Southampton had won that League Cup, we'd be talking about that streets won't forget team in the same bracket.
2: Yeah, and there we go for the greatest argument for VAR I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) This does feel this whole
1: Portsmouth story feels like so long ago. I, it really does. Like, when we talked about Malaga, obviously Malaga was, what, five, six years after this. Yeah. But, like, th- yeah. this feels like it was centuries ago, the whole Portsmouth boom and bust win the FA Cup. Yeah, I hate to say it. It kind of was. Yeah, well, this is true. <laughs> We're getting on <laughs> this now. This your, your horrible
2: existential moment for the episode. The start of Harry's second run was, what, 19
1: years ago now? Oh, my God on that note I know he's a bit old but getting back in management I think he's sorely missed he can't mate he's busy with Sandra <laughs> and on that note <laughs> oh goodness me well I really enjoyed that it's good. I love talking about teams like this who, who, yeah, who do you want to do next though
0: Ooh. it's either got to be Southampton oh yeah oh I like that I'll tell you another one that I think is Streets will forget. Oh, gee, was the uh, the Napoli squad from like 2015. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a Wolfsburg
2: team we've got to talk
0: about as well. At yeah, some point. true, that
1: is very true. That is very true. I but think Monaco... we either go with
0: the rivalry and go with Southampton,
1: Monaco around 2017, 2018 as well. Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. Although true. I'd say they're, pro- they're they're now probably most of them a bit too good, but at the time they were all like relative unknowns apart from Falcao, I'd say. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was wild, Falcal going there because it was their first like landmark
1: signing of the yeah. era, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, let's not let's not talk too much. We'll come to Monaco at some point, but it is time for the quiz, and Ben, you are in charge this week, my friend. Take us away. I am,
2: and it is a return of a fan favorite. It's me. I'm fans. We're doing the Price Is Right.
1: I was going to say, if, if it's a fan favorite, it's certainly not a uh, a podcast host favorite because I this
2: <laughs> I have for you there's no money involved this week you'll be pleased to know there's no oh, inflation goodness. to worry about I have here a list of the 15 players with the most yellow cards in Premier League history okay
1: alright we can do this
2: I, I'm going to give them to you in a random order obviously you'll both guess whoever is closest gets the point point. and a okay. gentleman's yeah. game this time lads I don't want any uh, funny business all above board. If you're within money a couple is, of on. guesses of each other, I'll probably give you both a point. Okay. So, Harry, as our usual quizzer, would you like to go first? Uh. No, thank you.
1: Oh.
2: Right, down to kick off Isn't, the first half. Is then. that right.
1: how it works? Is
2: that how. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. We've all. <laughs> the first net, I thought we'd start with someone's streets won't forget. How many yellow cards does one Kevin Nolan have? Ooh. Obviously, these are all in the top 15. These are Premier League specifically.
1: Kevin Nolan's played for a lot of clubs for a lot of seasons. I'm going to go 80.
2: Ooh. Harry over to you I'm
0: going to go
2: 68 68 Kevin Nolan across his entire Premier League career received
0: 85 oh
2: come on yes and takes the lead first 401 games like, he got 85
0: eight. buckets. I was thinking 8 like 8 a season and he played like for 10 seasons so, he 80. averaged
2: one roughly <laughs> yeah but you said 80 I
0: was like oh if anything every four and a half
2: games which you yeah, know I've, I've seen worse there are worse on this list in fact I was going to say there's probably worse on this list uh, right number two Harry you'll start us off this time how many yellow cards for a very hated man on this podcast how many for Paul Scholes Oh. And I already disagree with the thing I found this from because they start his bit on this, arguably the most talented player on this list.
0: <laughs> um, I will go for... 58.
1: Paul Ooh. Skulls?
0: Yeah. Skulls can't a tackle me.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like 100... and something i'm gonna go 100. i think you got less than kevin
0: nolan 110
2: did you say
1: yeah i think uh, he's played the premier league for 20 years
2: very different perceptions of paul Scholes' tackling ability <laughs> and in a uh, 499 league appearances oh, wow. it's just not how many bookings he got don't you worry <laughs> he uh-huh. received 97 yellow cards yes. Number 100. To Dan 2 nil up? something I
1: can't believe
2: that. Yeah. My bad. Skulls can't tackle. Like. Alright. <laughs> and he's overrated. Number oh. 3. This one. This one. Oof. How many for one Lee Catapult? Oh, this
1: is going to be a lot.
2: Mr. Yellow Card himself sometimes.
1: 105.
2: 105. 86. 86. Ooh. One of you. It's only two away. (laughs) Oh no. The correct answer is 88. No, He's only
1: got 88.
2: Because he only played 271 games.
1: So if, right, if if you hadn't looked at these And I'd have said to you That Lee Catamol got 105 yellow cards In 270 odd games You would have thought that was ridiculous
2: No I'd have said that was fair there you, go, you also <laughs> got 7 red cards You got 1 a season I uh, will stick them on I'll have the point right, right Harry's back at 2-1 It's you to start How many
0: 4 Ashley Young Ooh, Ashley Young Ooh. Oh see, over the recent years he's probably got a lot more.
2: Not exactly a, a fullback that fills you with confidence,
1: really. May get Not exactly you. a tough tackling I one either.
0: I'll go seventy-nine.
1: Seventy-nine. Daniel. Seventy. Ooh.
2: The correct answer for Ashley Young is 83. Oh! Bloody Ooh, hell! A That's all square, two apiece. Oh my how many God. games he play, though? Uh, he played 437
0: games. Now he's played a lot. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Still playing. Oh,
1: I've been pegged back early
0: on here.
2: <laughs> it's all still to play for. As we move into number five, how many. A Scott Parker. Oh Scott's gotta be up there. Harry, I believe you go first. No, it's me. Do you think
0: Screws will forget? I mean Sorry. his
2: interviews definitely are. <laughs> yeah, true. Ninety. Ninety. Sixty-three.
0: Ooh.
1: I reckon, he's, I reckon he's about the same as Skulls, to be honest. Well, I, I, played played I hate
0: to say
2: it. You've lowballed it again, Harry. He's got 92. What? Oh, come on.
0: Yes. yes. How many games? He must have played a lot more than 367
2: games. Yeah, I had him in the 200s. He made 824 tackles, which feels like a staggering number. Number six. How many... For Wayne Rooney.
0: Waza! Waza! It's not Daniel, is it? No, it's you. Oh, dear.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where to go with this one.
2: He loves to scrap, did our Waza? I'll go... 42.
1: 42. I think it's way more than that.
2: Over to you, Dan.
1: Uh, 80, 80, we'll go 80, we'll go flat 80. 80. I'm thinking longevity again.
0: Uh, he's up top
1: though, I'm not sure he's getting... Yeah, but he's kicking the sh <laughs> out of people, centre-backs are getting it.
2: He certainly was, he got 102 yellow cards. Jesus <laughs> Christ! He, the first oh, player God. we've had to breach the 100 barrier. Oh, oh Dan my God! 4-2 to Dan, it's a staggering number that isn't it, for a centre-forward? That's mad. He committed 368
1: fouls across his career. <laughs> I went, I went with eighty to try and cover both ways. I was more thinking he was going to be in the sixties or seventies. 102, he's bonkers. 102. I'll give you That's the uh, the order of these when we get to the end. But how many red cards did he get?
2: He actually only got sent off three times. That 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 feels surprising. <laughs> he made 491 top flight appearances. He got 102 yellow cards and only three bookings. Oh, sorry, Cinder How's about another uh, character? How many did Robbie Savage get?
1: Again, longevity. I'm going to go for 80 again. Aaron, over to you.
0: I'm going to go 99. Ooh.
2: the correct answer is 89 you have both split the difference I think Dan takes it by
0: one by a point oh god that's 6-2 I believe I needed that one you did
2: so do you want to 5-2 yeah Uh, yeah because that was 7 yeah no you're right so you can See, look
1: at that. Look at that fairness for me, Harry. Remember, thank you, thank true.
2: Harry, if you win the next three, you can tie the game.
1: Okay. However, it won't.
2: It all rides on this question, and we're going all the way up here. How many did Gareth Barry receive?
0: Harry, it is I... you to start. Now, this is a lot, but also, is it a lot? Dan, you got any
1: idea? The
2: most appearances in Premier League history.
1: (laughs) I have got an idea, but I ain't saying
0: nothing. (laughs) Oh, I don't know.
1: I already know roughly where I'm going.
0: I'm going to go 120. Add over to you.
1: I think he's a, a thousand percent got more than Rooney. And did you said Rooney was the the highest one we've had so far?
2: The highest we've had so far, yeah.
1: The hundred and two. Well, I was going to go for hundred and twenty-five, which, which is awfully close together. So I'm going to stick with it. Hundred and twenty-five.
2: hundred and twenty versus hundred and twenty-five.
1: It's going to be like <laughs> seventy. If Dan is right here, this He's is... played about 800 games. There's no way it's 70. <laughs> Imagine the yeah. man just never got booked. The correct answer...
2: Is... Oh,
0: no. one hundred and twenty-three.
2: And 20... <laughs> 3... F- off. By yeah, one yellow card... And steals it. I thought you had won that at the death, Harry. What? Well,
1: in the, book, the point, Gareth. What well
2: Gareth Barry, the most yellow cards in Premier League history. Twenty-one that more than Rooney. Really Surprise me. Yeah, most appearances ever. It's it was kind of nailed on, wasn't it? Has he got the most so that, fouls ever as well? That I don't actually know. Because no, apparently, he had it. one of the highest tackle success rates. On this list, I I
1: genuinely think Kevin Davies has the most fouls in Premier League history. Yeah, I think he does.
2: I think so. Kevin Davies only got 99 bookings, however. Only.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll run you
2: through the top 10. So, uh, Gareth Barry, obviously number one on 123, Rooney second on 102. They're the only players to crack 100 bookings.
1: Good on them. Lee
2: Bowyer on 99, (laughs) Kevin Davies on 99, Skulls on 97. Parker on 92, Savage on 89, Lee Catamult 88, George Boateng crept in with 85,
1: wow. and I'm Kevin Nolan that. rounded
2: up the top 10 with 85 as well.
1: I'm surprised James Milner's not on that list for the amount of games he's played.
2: Yeah, true.
0: Or Man even play, I know, I
2: guess There was uh, obviously Ashley Young in 11th, Mark Noble in 12th, Phil Neville was in 13th, Phil Barsley 14th, and Joey Barton, because he had to be on here somewhere. Rounded out our list at 15th. But congratulations, Dan. Uh, yeah, 78.
1: So, when Harry was getting in the 40s, he was... F- yeah. Cool. <laughs> that was another episode of The Streets so Don't Forget podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you haven't already, please follow us on Spotify and give us a five-star rating. It really helps us out. You can also follow us on social media, our Twitter is at SWF underscore pod. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Streets Won't Forget Podcast. And if you've got anything you want to tell us, your favourite player from that Portsmouth golden era, your favourite Streets Won't Forget team, you can email us. It is the Streets Won't Forget Podcast at gmail.com. Boys, thank you very much for joining me.
2: Pleasure as always.
1: Have a good week, mate. You too, mate. Make sure you stay safe in the streets of El Salvador.
0: I will, mate got my head down oh, watch smell out for pig <laughs> <laughs> yeah smell the pork cooking how's the bacon did you say
2: Gira can hit them Did <laughs> Gera what oh, a
1: goal finds Zoltan Gera
0: and still Baptista yes it's Kavai it's fantastic one from David V! oh great finish done just that. he scored Janinho's done it Dukubu making another glimpse of goal here